0: On this week's general admission, we check in on some Blink album news and I recap the Jimmy World Manchester Orchestra concert. We get into some new albums, including Spanish Love Songs, No Joy, Rap Boys, The Window, and The Armed Perfect Saviors, as we also learn about all the ridiculous mysteries behind the band The Arms. Um, we have a ticket debacle at the end and we preview Somewhere Your Boys Tonight for next week's book club. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Welcome to general admission. It is not September. It is August thirty first. Almost there. Hello everybody. Hello Brett.
1: Almost time to remember. Almost the twenty first night.
0: <laughs> it's true. There's I feel like there's another September. Oh well, then we can. But Billy Joe goes to sleep. That's right. He's like a groundhog, and then we wake him up in October.
1: The day this podcast comes out, he's going to sleep. Wow.
0: That's weird because we're gonna see him in the middle of September. You think they're gonna like weekend? You at... are it. Oh yeah, I'm thinking he's at sea here now again. Just not true. But I'm but seeing. Him, to see there? Seeing him at louder than life. Maybe they're gonna like weekend at Bernie's him, like just you know, some like puppeteer strings. Isn't there like a? It's
1: a name for that. No strings attached
0: yeah it's
1: the (laughs) it's the bye 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 video
0: yeah yeah that's all i was thinking of too i feel like there's like a technical name other than like puppeteer like a maestro but that's not right it's okay we don't have to know
1: (laughs) maybe (laughs) no
0: (laughs) uh we still don't have a blink album
1: no and they just keep saying it's done and like we've known it's done for i but I feel like it's been at least a year at this point.
0: Yeah. They keep saying it's done. Tom said it's done. There's a new music video that should be out. They made it sound like it would have been out already when I saw the message. So I don't I'm like only half following at this point because because we do this and because I do care. But at this point it's like when stuff comes out, it comes out like I'm not going to sit here and like inspect Mark's Discord, waiting for him to say something.
1: Do you think it does come out this year at this point? (sighs) They're running out of time. I think it will. I'm
0: basing that off off not much, but uh, that would be my, if I had to guess, I'd say this year. In November? Sure. November sounds good. Yeah, I saw Mark said something like, it's not coming out soon. And then he said something like, don't believe anything you read on Reddit. And this is just him, like, talking on his Discord. <laughs> it's all the same shit. And then that gets posted to Reddit. So are we to not believe it? Which means we should believe it.
1: That's a mind-blown right there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I did see, I saw... um buddha Animo state and dude ranch at the record store the other day all brand new and the buddha one was like a a red vinyl
1: that's pretty cool
0: yeah it was it was really cool but i i didn't buy any of them i i have dude ranch already and i would like uh no i don't i think i just always see it and never buy it
1: (laughs) i think i only have
0: untitled that's That's definitely like the one to have. I I have uh,
1: an enema. I have two, actually.
0: Yeah, I'd like to have enema. There have been times where like what a sentence there have been times where I've gone to (laughs) (laughs) gone to put that album on and realize that I don't actually have it. I have take off your pants and jacket. But but like as cool as like from a collector standpoint, like Dude Ranch and Buddha more more so Buddha like Dude Ranch. I can listen to and enjoy. Buddha's pretty rough. Like, other than it just being cool to have that, I don't know that I'm, like, dying to just throw that on.
1: Yeah, and I remember the last time I listened to Buddha.
0: No. Dude Ranch is as far as I go back for Blink. Not Cheshire Cat? No, just to hear. Well, I think Cheshire Cat has the extended intro to Carousel. So. That's, that's a good nice. intro. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Buddha has the OG Carousel.
0: Oh, it's Buddha. I feel like Carousel's on like four albums at this point. Probably not. I think it's just two, but it could be. You could tell me it's four, and I, I would believe you.
1: I can't even... like. There was like a handful of songs I liked on this, and I can't remember what they were. It's been that long. On Buddha? Yeah. Yeah, i I
0: don't even... I don't have it open. Like TV, maybe? Or... Fentuzler, yeah, those those were good. Strings isn't strings, strings on Dude Ranch, or is that string? What well, someone's just like string, isn't that Buddha? Is that the same song? Then that's also on Dude Ranch.
1: Wait, strings is also on Cheshire Cat. As, <laughs> is as it is also Fent- on? T- as is Fentuzler. Is it also on Dude Ranch? And TV is also on Cheshire Cat. <laughs>
0: All right, String is not on Dude Ranch.
1: It's on Cheshire Cat
0: and Buddha, and Buddha. <laughs> which were are now apparently the same album. Very interesting.
1: TV is on Cheshire Cat and Buddha. Romeo and Rebecca is on Cheshire Cat and Buddha. I think Toast and Bananas might be on both.
0: I feel like they vaguely went over this in the sellout book, but not that many songs. But I think
1: you're right. Yeah,
0: they I, they talked about re-recording. Probably, damn it. Unless it was I'm um, thinking of Rob talking about on his 60 songs episode. It's all a blur at this point. All the different music information we absorb. Is it's it a-
1: re-recorded, damn it, the one that's on the greatest hits with the drums that are different? Oh, I didn't know that. But I believe you, even though like, you posed it just- as a
0: question. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, Dude Ranch just goes into the song for the drums kick in and then like the re-recording has like, what clearly sounds like Travis kick it in before it kicks in.
0: Huh?
1: If that makes sense?
0: It does make sense. Now I'm going to have does to listen that to <laughs> shout out to the goat. Now I'm going to have to listen to those back to back to see and reread sellout. But I did see another sellout band this past week not sellout band, but a band from the book sellout. Let
1: me rephrase that. That sold out on the album that you would not expect them to have sold out for in that book. In that book.
0: Yeah. So we're talking about Jimmy World. Um, They played Central Park Summer Stage with Manchester Orchestra. And the Middle Kids, a band from Australia. It was a great show. It was a really great show. Central Park Summer Stage was was pretty cool too.
1: They had a wait, wait, wait. (laughs) (laughs) They had an opening band called the Middle Kids. Yeah, they did. Were they inspired by the Middle?
0: They sounded nothing like Jimmy World or Manchester Orchestra, (laughs) which was a little disappointing. I was hoping that would just be like a Jimmy World cover band called the Middle Kids. But don't write them off just yet. No. Just take some time. <laughs> no, they were cool. This The stage, have you
1: ever been there? I've never seen a show in Central Park. So, I've listened to albums that were recorded there, but I've never been there. It was
0: way smaller than I thought. And it was all turf, like the area that the stage was set up, which I also thought was pretty interesting, but like it was kind of nice. Uh, yeah, like like fake grass, not like you're sitting on like a hard carpet or something. <laughs> I don't know the difference here, but like
1: field turf, like where they're like little black beads in it.
0: No, they're the, the beads. Well, I didn't dig my fingers in, but I don't, <laughs> <laughs> there might've <have> been.
1: <laughs> Clearly it's a slow week. Here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we have to, we have to get to the bottom of the type of, <laughs> the type of fake grass. <laughs> oh no what have we done (laughs) uh but the show was cool (laughs) the show was very cool um jimmy world went on first which we talked about two weeks ago and uh that worked out kind of nicely in some ways um it was nice not having to really wait to see the band you're there to see but i felt like By the end of their set, like it felt like they were just getting started and like they had to call it.
1: That's my biggest gripe with co-headlining shows.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like the sun was going down. The energy was building. They were really like feeling the crowd. The crowd was awesome. Like everyone knew all the songs. And then it was just like the end. Which was disappointing. But the set that they did play was fantastic we didn't get futures and we didn't get sure and certain of like popular songs
1: you got five songs off of futures though
0: yeah yeah we did um I'm, I'm definitely not complaining about the set list although futures would have been would have been nice they did one something like right as heaven i forget the name something heaven off of uh integrity blues for me this is heaven yeah or No, or the other no that one for me this is heaven it's just like they did a priority. run of like three slower songs like uh hear you may for me this is heaven and there was one more I feel like
1: they for played a shorter more
0: set they could have just like maybe took out one of those slow songs they played more they didn't they didn't play more so I don't have a song called more but they did play a song called 555 if you wanna, if you want Jimmy World to play a song with the same title as a fish song, there, there you there go. There we go. <laughs> that might have been the other slower song I was thinking about. Actually, that's a like kind of a weird song for them. They went in like this other direction. It's like, like I think if you heard on the radio, you wouldn't immediately think it was Jimmy World.
1: That on unsurvi- that was on surviving, that like orange album.
0: Yeah, I got a you Need to put out
1: a new album instead of just dropping Who? random singles.
0: Yeah, the singles thing, like, I don't know. Give me, give me all the songs. I want all the songs. But if it's some singles or nothing, then I'll take singles. But yeah, the show, the set was great. Oh, he made a joke that I thought was very funny. I it took me a second to get, which like it's not necessarily that clever but for some reason like I had the delayed reaction so he's looking at the crowd and there's like the bleachers to the side and he's like he's like look at those guys in the bleachers he goes those guys are so emo they leave the bar when happy hour starts
1: (laughs) I like it (laughs) I like it a lot
0: (laughs) there was like A two second pause of silence and he's like, no, no. (laughs) And then everyone, everyone Everyone got it. Everyone got it. It Took me a second there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Happy hour. Emo people. Emo. Yeah. It all makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, it was fun. Um, Manchester Orchestra was really fucking good. Um, I told you. The crowd definitely like. Changed from like. Older to younger a little bit, I felt like. Or it could have just been that it was like the later set. But I mean, everyone was still cool and everything, but I just thought it was interesting that like the the crowd didn't look like it stayed exactly the same between bands. Um, they brought the heat like they do the quiet to loud thing very well. And they're really good at their instruments. And they're all like kids like they got to be our age they do not look that old
1: I think they might be how old is Andy Hall pull it up he is 36 yeah
0: not far off Then uh, Jim Atkins is in like his 40s I think
1: that one makes sense though because like they were
0: yeah they started early 90s yeah these guys started early 2000s so yeah it does make sense um yeah they really brought it and I actually I knew every song I was there for every yeah so I'll get to leaving a little early but I didn't know the songs to like sing-along level but everyone that came on I was like oh yeah this one I know this one so that I kind of surprised myself I didn't think I did that much homework on them but as they were playing the songs I realized I've been listening to them on and off for pretty like a couple of years at this point (laughs) yeah maybe more um yeah we did leave a little early it was i felt bad i felt like a fraud it was i had to walk out of the crowd and like ask people to like excuse me excuse me before the set was even close to being done it was it was humiliating it's the most humiliating moment of my whole life
1: you have to catch the train
0: um No, just, uh, so like we were, we were there for Jimmy world. My, my other friends, not like as into just watching an entire set of a band. He doesn't know. And also what, what really like sealed it for me was Nicole was flying out for my sister's bachelor party the next day and she was leaving at like five in the morning. So I'm like, all right, this way, at least I get back. We could like hang out a little bit instead of like me getting home at one. And like then, like she's already asleep, and I don't know. That was that was my inner justification.
1: I think that's a good reason. Yeah,
0: being a good husband. (laughs) But I definitely want to see Manchester Orchestra again because now I have unfinished business
1: with them. I haven't seen them in a really like since that Blink show, probably. Dude, they they, when you blacked out for. They are so tight. Like they know what they're doing
0: yeah yeah they really do like the stops and just like the bass runs were nasty the vocals are the guy's such a good singer it's insane you said his name before was andy Andy hole yeah that's right he's the man yeah yeah i was i i was just really blown away by them and it was nice to see i've i've talked about my fandom of brand new a lot on this podcast and they definitely fall into that quiet to loud thing that like microwave does well foxing does well um i don't know plenty other bands but yeah i just like the the quiet to loud i'm a
1: sucker for it speaking of that shout out to the person that bought our hotel your foxing tickets <laughs> yeah
0: yeah it's true we sold them not too far not too far <laughs> above above asking but a little bit a little look, bit look, look look we've all been there we've never been in this position before we didn't buy the tickets to sell them we just we just followed the market price we're not completely part of the problem but <laughs> But I was I the lowest
1: there. there so i think that's why it went already
0: uh yeah see made someone's day yeah i'll i'm a little sad to not go to that but i just Same. i don't know about you but i'm i'm burning out a little bit
1: yeah i'm also kind of glad i'm to go to the city like back to back weekends now yeah the front bottoms are at terminal 5
0: i can confirm that i just know that we were on unsure. a Saturday,
1: which is nice.
0: Yeah. Last show of the tour.
1: Be good. We're getting town of hawk and full. Yeah. Based on <laughs> one show two years ago. Based on Brett's intuition. <laughs>
0: um, oh, well, this is kind of old news, but we didn't talk about it last week, and I forgot, and I just remembered now. Taylor Swift was in Long Beach Island, like, I guess two weeks ago now. This is definitely old news, but were you there for that? So we weren't down that weekend, but like it went from like our local like LBI pages and stuff to like just all the celebrity pages like they had to shut down streets because she was in a restaurant.
1: I didn't okay. see we'll find out she was there like
0: so Jack Antonoff lives on our street. I've meant to mention this to you many times. Yeah, if you follow our street down to the beach, he's like the first house on the beach, basically. Maybe like one over. Have you met him? No, I've never, I've never seen him. But I seen him on the pod. (laughs) I know, right? But he was getting married, so like, she was down. Ed Sheeran was down. uh, I don't know who else. Channing Tatum. um, Those are the three celebrity names that. Stuck in my head for some reason. The guys reason, from but...
1: fun had to be there, I'm guessing, right? Since that's... he was in fun.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe I it wasn't like the place that they did. It wasn't like a huge, huge spot like me and Nicole go there for dinner all the time. Um, it's called Parker's Garage. It's just like a seafood place, but it's right on the water. It's really nice. And that's where his wedding was, I guess, or like the after party. And all the windows were closed because of like the insane fans, but it's like, you come down to the beach and you throw a wedding on the bay and you have to close all the windows. Like sucks. And what's, what's best case scenario. Like you're like a Taylor fan, right? For 10 year, like a 16 year old girl and you're an LBI and you run with your friends, like a few blocks where she's eating lunch. What's best case scenario? You see her? Pretty much that's it. Right? I don't I get being a fan. I just I don't know that I'd do that for anyone. Like Dave Grohl comes to mind, but like again, I'm not gonna like run him down and like there's no there's no point.
1: No. It's yeah, like a convenient it's... enough situation where like maybe you could say something, but like, I like most of the time I'm like perfectly fine with leaving them to just live their lives and not bothering them. Yeah, if I see them like on the street or something.
0: Yeah, maybe like, I don't know. I feel like if I passed it, I'd be like, what up, Dave, <laughs> just do that. And like, <laughs> it all depends on like situational stuff. But like to like run someone down to a restaurant they're eating with and then wait outside to the point that like. Cops had to come because there was that many people blocking that many streets. It's just, it was
1: like a concert sized crowd outside that restaurant.
0: Yeah. Yeah. it Real, real bizarre. Not surprising. This has been going on for decades with different celebrities, but it's just to see it like that close somewhere. I spend weekends like it was just really made me think about it. Like, what are we doing here? Come
1: yeah, on. I, I would not want to live a life like that where I can't like just go to a wedding. Up being like swarmed. I mean, her yeah. fan base. Not. I'm not gonna say anything bad about Swifties, but
0: <laughs> any it's fan base kind of culty.
1: Any. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, we'll
0: we'll get to cult soon because one of the albums we reviewed this week, I'm pretty sure, is a cult that I want to be in.
1: That was in like the, on the Wikipedia page, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, and I found a Dan Ozzie article on the Armed, but I don't want to start. That's with how them. I heard of them. That's but, yeah. that's it's too it. That's too big. We got to we got to ease in. But I I was talking about the front bottoms before. And remember when we reviewed that album, I said it wasn't very fun. Well, this album we listened to this week makes that album seem like (laughs) (laughs) like a party at Sports World or something.
1: Because the optimist died.
0: (laughs) There's no joy. There's no joy anywhere um can we start with spanish love songs do it all right all right first new album of the week spanish love songs no joy brett your thoughts you i feel like you're more of a fan than i am so i'd rather start with you
1: yeah so as you know i love this band Mm -hmm. like i was fully addicted to schmaltz and Brave Faces Everyone when they came out. Because I find I think like they're like the closest band for me to the Menzingers, as far as like brutally honest lyrics that you can like easily follow along to. Granted, I think they're much more sad than (laughs) the Menzingers, to put that lightly. But so like kind of going into this, I wasn't really sure what to expect. Like the singles didn't really sound like how they normally sound. And that's pretty much what we got here. Like this is a very like 80s Cynthia electric album that's like really pushed guitars kind of into the background or final track I'm pretty sure mm. but it worked for me surprisingly. like I'm one of my favorite things is, like how loud and driving they could be but like they still found a way to do that here but without being like in your face with riffs and like I've, as I get older I keep like finding myself liking the cure like more and more. And I feel like this is pretty much a Cure album. Hmm. So it hit home. And it also had like some like Phoebe Bridgers vibes to it too. Like they are fans of her. So that does make sense. They covered one of her songs before. I'm just blanking on which one that was. But like there's at least like five songs on here that I'm really digging right now. And I'm sure it'll grow on me the more I listen to it. Like I saved this album for the last thing to be like a good jam album. It was not but <laughs> but i fun. think i'm starting to like it more and more with each listen but i'm it's definitely one that's probably going to split the fan base like i haven't really read too much fan reaction yet but i can see a lot of people not being happy with guitar's kind of being uh just making a cameo appearance on this one
0: yeah i i definitely agree on the guitar part but i really like the sense and i thought they i actually thought the sense were like chilling in the background so maybe i need to listen again but but like there was a lot of songs like i think it was the last song where like you just listen close and you hear the synth doing like these nice little things but it's not too like in your face or or anything but i think you mentioned that that song was probably the heaviest guitar song
1: So. Also one of my favorites from the album. Yeah. That was a reemerging signs of the apocalypse.
0: Yeah. What a song title too. So did he like lose his brother in a car crash?
1: Maybe I, he <laughs> did. That did come up a lot on this.
0: Cause my, my first thought was like every single song is kind of about driving.
1: That would make sense. I probably have to find an article or an interview to confirm that. Yeah. But like I on mean, Schmaltz, like he wrote two two of the best songs on that album are about his grandma and his grandfather who passed away. So I feel like he that might have happened. He might have experienced loss again, and now we got no joy from that. Yeah,
0: that. You can that imagine you'd
1: up. sing that if your brother's still alive.
0: Yeah. But, unless just like some concept or like someone else went through it and he decided to write about it. But he definitely mentioned like his brother like dying a few times and every song kind of references like a car at some point. I felt like at first I just thought theme. like they were touring and like, that's why all the songs are about being in a car. But I think it's a little deeper than that. I also love the drums on this album. The drums are really good. Really good. Like uh the beginning of Marvel. And like, I think in the chorus of that song, he just does this, like, like, well, life like a city in a painting. I don't, I don't know the technical term for it. Like, a, maybe syncopation seems like something, but. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. It's just like these, like in and outs, and then like um, on "Lifers," which I I think is the first song. Um, it is. Yeah. There's like a car crash part, and the drums are just doing this thing where like he's just drumming on like the edge of the snare, like literally like like the metal part of the drum, and it's it's like such a nice touch, and it sounds so cool. Just there's a lot of great like. Instrumentals on this whole album,
1: haunted too. The drums, like that drives that entire song. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the. I mean, we talked about it last week with the front bottoms. It's it's a heavy album lyrically. Like there's there's no like there's nothing on this that's really making me me feel good lyrically. No. But that's not like that doesn't have to be the case as we said like a hundred
1: times. That's Uh, never been them though. They're not the they've never written happy music really. It's kind of him processing whatever's going on in his life or like horrors in the world pretty much. But it's really well-written and I really enjoy their songs. And even though it can be pretty dark, I still find myself like going to them frequently.
0: Yeah. I like the line on cleanup crew where he's like, just like life to come and teach me a lesson. But then uh, I forget it something. There's another word in there somewhere, but just like that one stuck out to me That like
1: a- stranger things soundtrack vibes of this too i was thinking about that at okay. points
0: yeah for sure i didn't write down like what song specifically gave me that but it popped into my head for <laughs> it's really funny you say that because like it actually did pop in my head for that there was a line about like taking someone's skin and wearing it to his apartment <laughs>
1: I assume like that was like living in someone else's skin Yeah, kind of take, No, yeah.
0: But, it was definitely yeah. a metaphor. I hope but,
1: not like a Hannibal Lecter uh I've, point I've, of view song.
0: No, yeah, it was definitely wanting to just like be someone else or something. But I just at this point I'm just trying to pick out lines that I think you might read back to me when we talk about it. So I'm trying to get ahead of you. Like so I think you, I
1: dropped the ball with lines this week on that. have you
0: met your ex's shaman Brett
1: (laughs) great line from that song (laughs) I still I watched that video from Twitter like 20 times today (laughs) it's just like a televangelist or what's is is that
0: from something I should recognize
1: I think it's just like a clip that someone like took and they started just adding songs to it so like naturally they made like a Spanish love songs one (laughs) It's like, it's like, some like, it's like Let the devil out of you. And then it's like, <laughs> let the optimist die. And the preacher takes off down the stage.
0: <laughs> it matches so well, too. It's so it's good. good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, someone else, like he retweeted this. They made, they went song by song using a, uh, I, is it, I think you should leave gif.
0: Oh, that's awesome. And it was hilarious. That's amazing.
1: I, I forgot to send that to you, though.
0: Please do. Is that? Instagram or X Thund
1: the X the X. <laughs> uh,
0: dumb, dumb. That's okay. Uh, yeah, I. I'll go back to this. I think I'm just. Uh,
1: I think it's a fall album. Like it, I feel like it's definitely going to hit when like October rolls around.
0: Yeah, it'll definitely play better in the cold weather and like not inviting tragedy but it'd probably be a good one to like resonate with if you go through a hardship yeah some sort a
1: lot of hardship albums this year yeah for real uh (laughs) have we had a really happy album um
0: uh what was that that band with the the beach was the cover like emo band. Oh,
1: uh, origami angel. Yeah. Was that was that happy? The brighter days, the brightest days. <laughs> Boom.
0: <laughs> we'll count it. Yeah. I don't remember exactly, but that one felt, yeah. I mean, definitely not Foo Fighters, not Front Bottoms, not Spanish love songs. Uh, let's see. Millington was well
1: Bouncing Souls, m- maybe
0: musically happy, lyrically. Um yeah, Bouncing Souls could probably fit in there. Uh yeah. Maybe Fall Out Boy. Yeah, Fall Boy. Wasn't necessarily like happy, but it wasn't it wasn't sad. Um that Palette knife album was this year, even though that feels like such a long time ago. We had them on. But that was pretty happy. Um yeah, a hundred gecks. <laughs> there they are. That was thing. this year? Yeah.
1: That was oh my god. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. There was a Miley album. Maybe that was happy.
1: It's sad. Some of these don't feel like they came out this year.
0: <laughs> Metallica, Hot Mulligan, Avenged, Jason Isbell queens of the stone age portugal the man front bottoms gotta add these this week to the list but yeah nothing like nothing too happy says a lot about either what we're to or where the world is at (laughs) or a little both um i did think this next album that we listened to was maybe a little happier this made me happy
1: yeah i'm not sure if the content of it was necessarily have to dig a bit deeper. I pretty much everything is surface level for me this week. Cause like when three yeah. albums come out, it's hard to know them, know the ins and outs. Yeah. Come sure. time record. But
0: yeah, it's definitely hard to like, you, you need to spend time with these albums to like really get the full scope of it. Um like We've but... had
1: two months of like minimal releases. They couldn't have spread these out <laughs> a little more.
0: Right. Come on. Um, this band is called Rap Boys and the album's called The Window. I have never heard of this band before.
1: Really? Really? So their last album was really really good. And it came out like right in the midst of COVID. Rap just before COVID called Printer's Devil. Huh. Yeah, I definitely didn't listen to that.
0: Yeah, this album, I don't know if it was just because I listened to it right after Spanish love songs, but it definitely felt happier. And like I really just liked the overall vibe of this album. Like it had like this nice country draw for a lot of songs, like that twangy. But it wasn't every song, like there was different vibes throughout the album and it kept it interesting like no way was country but then uh um you wouldn't cross that line or cross that line i think it was called that was just like a power punch song with a really cool solo
1: They really know how to do a power punch. Yeah. Which is great. Like, it's alive. Like, the song from Printer's Devil, which made me, like, kind of obsessed with this band for a little bit during COVID, was a song called Ange. And it's just, like, so hooky. And just, like, reminds of, like, a 90s, like, romantic comedy. Like something that would appear on like a soundtrack for one of those movies when, when I was listening to it's alive off this album,
0: I wrote that it gave me like 90s feels like it felt like yeah. I had the radio on in the 90s and this was a song that would play. I don't know why. I don't know who it reminded me of or or what, but it did definitely just kind of gave me like 90s nostalgia yeah. vibes.
1: They have like a breeders like Smashing Pumpkins kind of combination to them at times.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: I can see that. But yeah, it's Alive is like a sister song to Ange. So it's like if you like It's Alive, like you'll love Ange. Nice. A-N-J. Nice. And we got a jam on the side. We did. And I think that's why, I, that was one of my favorite songs. Black Earth, Wisconsin, which is an actual yeah. real town in Wisconsin.
0: Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that was like, what, like a eight, nine minute song maybe? It's up there. It didn't feel like it though. No, it really didn't. Um, the whole album was 47 minutes, so I guess this was just like it was like the third to last song, I think. But yeah, it definitely didn't feel too long. But maybe we're just so deep into into fish things that nine minutes seems like a long like time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, this was okay, definitely was probably my favorite release this week, though, at least so far. Ooh. Like, this is when I get put on front to back and just sit there and be happy and enjoy like everything that's going on. And like, I love how they, the two, the two sides of them, like you have like a song like morning zoo and then like it's alive and the window. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Morning zoo, like had that violin going and was country feeling the window. I just wrote, this is really nice.
1: <laughs> yeah. It <window laughs> was a great song. It's just a nice song. <laughs> We need more nice songs. Yeah, this Even was like making pleasantly... noise for the ones you love like that. Like just set the tone for everything. And. Just a really like pleasantly
0: surprising album. It's always nice when like. A band you're not familiar with, puts something out that you like, which is kind of like. Happened to me twice this week um, like with the armed. <laughs> what a wacky group that is. Um, yeah, we'll get there. But yeah, I'll definitely go back to this. I think, you know, we always relate albums to seasons. And I think this will be like a real nice, like, summer's ending, like the leaves are changing. And this just has that kind of like drive through the country, roll the windows down. With that twang?
1: Yeah, get that twang.
0: Okay. Dan Ozzy
1: had a really funny tweet about this new album. The next one, No, uh, this rap boys. Rap what do you say? He's like, okay, this weekend's homework was to listen to the new rap boys album. And now there will be a pop quiz. Question. <laughs> number one, this album, a slaps, B bangs, C goes hard. D all the above.
0: But it's gotta be D. It's D. It's always <laughs> all the above. <laughs> <laughs> Slaps, bangs, goes hard. Yeah, it does all of those things. We got to get Dan Halsey on the pod. That'd be awesome. He's the man. He taught me a ton about this next band we're about to talk about.
1: That's the, how I add them to the list. Like He had an article that came out on like a couple months ago. You know? the, yeah. He just had one about Jeff Rosenstock that he wrote, too, that I got to read. Because that new album comes out Friday. Oh, Nice.
0: Yeah, this, the armed perfect saviors. What? Under this
1: part two. Kind of.
0: Kind of. <laughs> in a like different way, but the, team... the mystery, the mystique. I just love it. Like their name Our is collective. Like, like an X in a box. And I guess it's like folded arms. And you don't like, nobody really knows who's in the band.
1: That part is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> So it could be the guy from The Strokes.
0: It very well could be. I texted Brett. I'm like, is this like a stroke side project? Because his voice at first is just so. They're like a like a meaner Strokes, like a grittier. Just, I don't. I don't want to say angry. They're not angry. They're just, just like a mean Strokes. They're bringing like this heat. With that like raw feeling. And then they just like randomly scream. It's just it's so all they have acoustic place. songs. Yeah. It's really there's like a saxophone solo at one point. And then the last song has Julian like Julian this... Baker
1: shows up a couple
0: times. Yep. And uh what's his name? Uh Troy uh Van Lewin from Queens of the Stone Age is just like in the band. Did not know that. Because yeah. so I saw his name coming up on like uh, song credits, and then in that Fader article, he co-produced it, and he's also like in the band apparently. But I don't know what to believe. I don't know what to believe. They their like lead guy is called Dan Green, so all their fans are called Dan's. And oh my then god! <laughs> there's a real Dan Green, and there's a fake Dan Green. The real Dan Green like helps work on the songs and like works at a supermarket and is just like friends with the band and I guess in the band. Then there's a fake Dan Green who's like in all these music videos and like he's just like this mysterious person. It it doesn't make sense. Tony Tony Walski's the lead singer, like currently, but like four years ago his name was like Arnold or something. I don't I don't even know where to start and I, I am so intrigued by this whole thing.
1: Yeah, like I remember people talking about their last album, but I didn't listen to it. Ultra I still haven't listened to it.
0: I listened to it today.
1: Is it like this?
0: No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's way more hardcore like this one. Oh, like, that's interesting. This one, they like wrote almost arena songs and then sprinkled hardcore in. The last one felt like hardcore and then they like sprinkled like arena rock in maybe like the opposite direction.
1: They so just flip the rest beat pretty much.
0: Yeah, I I think if you're like been a fan of this band for a long time this album might be a little polarizing because it does lean a little more poppy, but I don't think it sounds poppy in a sense that like they compromised any ideas or like tried to write radio songs. Like this doesn't really sound like anything I've listened to. Like maybe ever.
1: No, like there's parts of things I've
0: listened to, but the way they, they put it all together and the way it comes together as an album, like it, they have a very unique sound it's really cool and i love cults so it doesn't take much to get me to join join a cult so mm-hmm. i might just become a dan
1: instead of a, Sw- a swifty <laughs>
0: well i need to at least like like all the music i don't know that i don't like taylor's music i just haven't listened <laughs> to all of it i liked midnights come for you i liked midnights <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm too removed. I don't even know how much music these guys have, but. I think it's a it,
1: decent amount. I think, a it's all,
0: I think it's all different enough that it'll all be interesting, like in its own right. Rather than just like, here's a hundred songs to like, no, like instead, it. I think it would just like curiosity would be the driving force here. And they they have like the band runs a production company that like funds their entire band, like their incomes more from that. And then they only Mm -hmm. do like a few shows a year. They played a pitchfork festival and this girl in the band, Kara, I think she does the screams. I don't know if she does like all the screams or not, but. At this festival, the band had, like, three clones of her also running around. So, like, no one even really knew who, like, the real the real person was. <laughs> it's just insane. What a great idea. I, I am so intrigued by everything about this band.
1: I definitely have to dig in some more and definitely, like, let this album cook some more. I feel like there's still so much... I haven't discovered with it yet because it it just throws so much at you on your first lesson and your second lesson.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think I've even said anything about the actual album yet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have too much because, like you said, it's very it's a lot.
1: Like, yeah, like I just wrote down favorites. I wrote down like Modern Vanity. Yeah, everything's F- glitter. sportiform, Fk world is good.
0: Um. Yeah, and then I wrote down, like, crunchy, trippy, insane. <laughs> Just it's hard to adjectives. put into words, this one, <laughs> um, which is rare on this yeah.
1: podcast, but that's what this album did for me.
0: Modern Vanity is crunchy. That's that's my my main takeaway from this Crunchy. Album. It's crunchy. I'll throw a clip in. since since we can do that now. Um yeah, this is a a wacky album. Even like a clip wouldn't begin to scratch the surface. Like I'd have to do a clip of every song, which I'm not going to do. But it's just that it's just that diverse. Just crazy. I can't believe I, this band has been around and doing this stuff and I've never even known about them.
1: Shane. So, so shout out Dan Aussie.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that fader article was great. I think just search like the armed Dan Ozzy and then click the Fader article. It it goes into everything I tried to say, it like gives you actual information on.
1: I hope he's working on another book. Side note.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Have you been have you been reading?
1: I haven't read anything since the last th- <laughs> book club. I'm kind of in the same boat. I think I've read like 10 pages since yeah i i've been in i've been having a weird
0: been having a weird week like i haven't even really been listening to music too much either um fancy football prep that's what i've been doing (laughs) no i have a co-owner this year so i was able to slack even more than i usually do
1: that's a beautiful Uh, thing
0: yeah i wound up um i had like a slow friday at work i'm like how am i going to get through this day so i googled like popular true crime podcasts. And then I got like sucked into this like wrongful conviction one called like uh, something bone. I don't know. But yeah, so I was doing that for a while, but it was, it was sick. I'm listening to like, they found like the actual murder. So I'm listening to this guy talk about like murdering this woman, like basically over and over. Cause it comes up in all the episodes. And then in my spare time I'm reading it. So I'm just reading like children getting like murdered and harassed by a clown and walk around like man why do i feel so lousy oh i'm just consuming fucking murderous like filth for a week so
1: and it's not october yet so
0: yeah and then i put on a fucking album called no joy by spanish love songs <laughs> it's just
1: <laughs> i think you got to go back to
0: uh where are your boys Tonight. seriously i th- i think i might have just found out i've been walking around like a zombie for the past 3 days like life is pain <laughs> yeah.
1: even so- though that Immediately kicks off with like the Taking Back Sunday like half split, <laughs> does and, it? Like, <laughs> Straylight Run like formation. and everything.
0: Oh, uh, well, no, we'd be getting Fred at this point, not losing him. We
1: lost John and Sean. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then we're gonna get Fred gonna and get Fred. Yeah. But I didn't realize he was in a band that toured with them at that time.
0: That's Straylight Run. No, that's no.
1: No, John's
0: new band was Straylight Run. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, John's band was Straylight Run, but wasn't Fred also in that? Sean Fred... was. Oh, jeez. And the <laughs> I'm awfully confused.
1: We're gonna do the Taking Back Sunday breakdown. I think probably at the end of the book of the lineup changes. Yeah, because I have... it goes past two thousand eight.
0: I have it written out to the best of my understanding, but I want you to do it too. And then both of us can try and piece together Taking Back Sunday's trajectory.
1: Because it is. Taking Back Band Members. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Which they did. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> literally.
0: <laughs>
1: do they? They don't have an album coming this year. Do they? Mm. They just put that single out? well then i think that wasn't that concert for like the video of a second single yeah so we don't know what that's a part of
0: i think we could definitely expect an album from them soon i just don't know if it'll be
1: in 2023 or not but i'm hoping it's 24 at this point
0: yeah yeah that's that'd be fine
1: i'm not uh although i'd be okay if it's this year too i don't know why i said that
0: Okay, so quick, quick interruption here. Um, Literally the morning after Brett and I recorded, Taking Back Sunday released a new single called "So Old. That's S apostrophe OLD. Click this. Um, And then they also announced a new album. It'll coming out October 27th of this year. So yeah, there you have it. New Taking Back Sunday, a couple months. All right, back to the episode. It doesn't really make too much of a difference. No. But I think I'd like to see them in December when
1: they do the holiday shows, if if I'm free. And December is cool. like wide open since everyone jammed their shows in November. <laughs>
0: onto November 11th.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Except December is not wide open because there's like Christmas shenanigans. That is true.
1: Day. November 11th was not the Menzinger show, right? No, it is. Over the hotel year? I thought it was no. the same night as the front bottoms. It
0: is. Is and that not you? the ele? Is that not the eleventh? That's the fourth. Wait, do we not? Have I been ranting for like a month about how there's all these shows on the eleventh? Are we free the eleventh? Because oh man, what I really want it sold. I really no, I don't. I think you're mixing things up. The eleventh is the front bottoms. It's a
1: Saturday. No, I'm. I'm yes. It's the week before.
0: (laughs) It's the fourth.
1: It's the fourth.
0: If it's the fourth, I can't go.
1: Or maybe am I? No, it's definitely. (laughs) We're just figuring out live on the show now. Who has the tickets? I have the tickets. You have the tickets.
0: I mean, we have to figure this out live right now. Uh, They're not in Ticketmaster, though. Uh, let's hope that think, fast.
1: Oh, wait, you are. You're correct. Okay.
0: I mean, that's good. I'm bad. It's good because I don't okay. have plans that day. My cousin's 40th is.
1: which so when was that hotel year show? Like, did we buy ticket? Did we double book ourselves like by accident?
0: No, hotel year was like a Wednesday. Fourth. I think it was like the 14th or 15th. Oh, no, it's 17th. So it's the Friday after the front bottoms.
1: That was it. Okay.
0: All right. Whew. Good job, everybody. <laughs> we got to the bottom
1: of that. That was a journey there. Wow.
0: That... And then the Mendinger show is
1: the 11th. Yes. And okay. as
0: is the early November thing and the Fred playing at a brewery. And there's probably another one. I think you you sent me something from the early November, like before we went live, and I didn't look at it.
1: It was just a really funny, like, merch Instagram post they had.
0: Oh, speaking of funny merch. Wait a second. uh, Can I talk about this funny merch while you research, or do you you have it? Oh, man, Brett's in concentrating mode.
1: Hang on. When when is this Benzinger's date? It's definitely the 11th.
0: I'm... I'm positive why don't you believe me we can't have a podcast if there's no trust look
1: look Matt but where's Mazpeth Mazpeth it says they they're playing the 11th in Mazpeth, New York I don't know it's I forget
0: but we would have saw them in
1: Philly I guess right
0: well, if we see them in Philly, then we're free.
1: <laughs> That's just the day after front
0: bottoms, which I don't know if we could pull off. Nah, maybe we were living a different life. Um, speaking of funny merch, I wanted to tell you about this one. Um, so the whole thing came out with like Trump getting like indicted in, was it Georgia? I think. Yeah. Um, and his mugshot came out. And Green Day put out a shirt of his mug shop, but over his face is is a yellow circle that says Nimrod. Very funny, but no part of me wants to walk around with his face on me.
1: No. Yeah. Probably not a good idea. It'd
0: be one of those shirts where you'd get it and be like, what is this for? Like, where where would I even wear this? Like, I'd wear it to, like, piss off my dad at best. (laughs) Like, that wouldn't be worth it. Maybe. Maybe once. But yeah, funny idea, but it's like I have a a tool shirt with like this like woman with like eight arms like she's like naked practically. And I was looking at it the other day and I'm like, where when am I going to wear this Where on <laughs> earth would I ever wear this shirt? Like what, <laughs> what what was I thinking here? So, yeah, I don't care how cool or funny a shirt is. Maybe just think about first where where you would wear it or thing the, to consider it was
1: yeah um spanish so, love songs do have a really cool shirt for haunted it's like two ghosts and like on the back of the shirt it's like two ghosts like outside of a haunted house i was like oh this uh, is a cool like october shirt that is a cool october shirt if you get a month out of a shirt i mean you it. could definitely you're allowed to wear it other
0: months but it would yeah. really
1: shine like I'm my newfound glory kill shirt that has Michael Myers with a guitar on the back. Oh, that's sick. That's sick.
0: So, do we
1: think we're gonna have book club for next week? Potentially, because it's a holiday weekend, and I don't think we're going away anywhere. So, I might be able to. Yeah, I'll I'll just be away like uh,
0: standard, Friday to Monday. And we record usually
1: Tuesdays anyway. Yeah. yeah. Because I didn't get to do any reading this past week because we were down in Wildwood.
0: Isn't that where you do reading? At the beach?
1: Not with the in-laws and the niece and nephew running around. Uh,
0: True. True. So Sandra
1: and I, yes.
0: (laughs) Yeah, my friend tried to start Where Are Your Boys Tonight on a family vacation, and he has a two-year-old. And he said he read, like, one page.
1: Sounds about right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We're learning. So, uh, book club next week, tentatively. Um, new Jeff Rosenstock.
1: And and that's the only album this week, I think, which is nice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, uh, easier than listening to three, especially trying to decode the armed and figure out everything about them. Just call it to down. be
1: a standalone.
0: <laughs> yeah. We, I'm so intrigued by this band. I can't get enough.
1: I got this listen to Ultra Pop now.
0: Yeah. I think if you just keep going back and back, they just get more hardcore. But I don't know. I've only listened to these two so far. But yeah. Um, that will do it for this week. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Hope your summer's going great. Hope you got good shows lined up. Uh, we love you all and we'll talk to you soon also shout out chris good to see you at jimmy world
1: from the bottom from the top from the
0: bottom from the th- nice
1: nice, nice. nice. we uh-huh.